Hey lovelies and welcome to another episode of Time for Tea. So today I am drinking this wild purple tea from this company called Yunnan Sourcing. And it happens to be my guide tea. So let me tell you what a guide tea is because I've not sat with her in an episode before. And it feels timely to share about this with you. And so before I get going, I encourage you to boil some water, put on the kettle, make yourself a cup or a bowl or a mug or whatever kind of vessel you desire. Make yourself a mug, let's put it this way, a mug of tea. And let's drink some tea together. And so, guide teas. This is the way I was taught. And essentially, a guide tea is the tea that you first start working with ceremonially in your tea practice. And so what happens or happened for me was that my teacher presented me with this tea. And she had three teas. I think there was about 60 students in her class on Zoom. And she intuitively selected the teas for each person. The guide tea for each person and this is the one that was given to me this is the one that I began working with and I first began working it with this tea in a practice and a brewing method called leaves in a bowl and leaves in a bowl is the most ancient of brewing methods and as you can imagine it involves tea leaves in a bowl yeah, quite simple. Um, you do not need more than that. It is grounded and ancient is the word that keeps coming up. Just how ancient that practice is, that brewing method is. And so I began working with this beautiful purple tea using leaves in a bowl preparation of leaves in a bowl the brewing method of leaves in a bowl and I'm also like how many times can I say leaves in a bowl in one podcast who the fuck knows but here we are let's say it once more for good measure leaves in a bowl and um I worked with her with this tea for about six months before working with any others there was maybe one or two sits in the very early stages of my tea practice where I felt like working with another tea. But it quickly became apparent that the tea that I was really needing and maybe the tea that was needing me too was this purple one. And so, yes, I worked with her for six months straight at the beginning up until March, April time. And then I started perusing other teas. But I do like coming back to her. That's this nice kind of 
full circle moment. It feels a little like coming home. It feels very familiar. It feels very safe. Holding. Because I know this tea so fucking well. So fucking well. Like, feels like she's a really good friend because I have worked with her for so long. And just like any friendship, it requires building. It requires showing up. It requires commitment. It requires honesty. It requires and asks asks of us to grow, to change, to transform through the love and the friendship, like all good friendships do. And so this is purple tea. This is where I first began back in that September day in 2021. And returning to her now, it also provides a beautiful check-in point for how much I have grown this past year. Um, Like I remember my anniversary, my first tea anniversary back in September. I really made a day of it. I went to find this beautiful spot in in um I think I was in Connecticut at the time yeah in Connecticut this reservoir and I laid out some of my favorite tea bear and I brought this thermos of hot water and I really luxuriated in the experience and just like then it now is providing me with this check-in moment to see how far I've come and that's the beauty of a tea practice Every day we get to have one of these check-in moments. Every day we get to um, anchor, come back to ourselves to see what has changed. How do I feel? What is moving through my mind? How is my body? How am I receiving this tea or resisting it? Resisting her medicine? Is there anything that needs to change? Is there anything that I need to accept? And that is something I love so much about tea ceremony and devoting myself to this path. And now I'm gonna pause for a second while I pour myself another bowl. Because just like any meditation practice, we change day to day. And what a practice with tea, a ceremonial communing with tea, what that provides is similar to what any kind of practice can provide. Anchoring, grounding, sense of safety, a sense of containment, a sense of holding, a sense of familiarity. It can be so regulating and in my experiencing, in my experience has been so regulating to have a practice that I keep coming back to where my muscles have this stored memory of what to do next. I do not need to think about 
how to set up my tea space beyond, you know, which weaving I'm going to choose, which cards I'm going to choose. I don't have to think too hard. In fact, let's grab that. I don't have to think at all about how to present the tea bowl to the tea space, the chachi, the tea stage. I don't have to think about what move my body needs to make next to complete the next phase of ceremony. It just happens because I am now more rooted in this practice than I was a year ago. And with that comes a sense of safety, a real felt sense of safety. And I, it's part of the magic of this practice for me. That the ceremony provides such grounding, such anchoring, such a sense of familiarity that the magic, the unknown, the downloads, the messages, the whatever it may be can come through. Because our body feels safe enough to receive it, because it has this sense of familiarity, of safety, of I know what's going on here. So the mind can get out of the way a bit, the body can soften and receive whatever it is that tea is wanting to serve us today in this moment. And, and yeah, I'm trying to think about what, what to say next. I think let's just have another sip of tea while I contemplate. And you know, sometimes we don't have to do tea ceremony. Sometimes we become tea ceremony. And I know that sounds a little trippy and a little woo-woo, but when it's rooted in your, in your bones, you start to embody the qualities of it, of ceremony. You start to embody the qualities of tea and her medicine. The more you sit with her, just like if you're hanging out with a person a lot, you start mirroring some of their qualities, picking up on some of their qualities. And that's why it's so important who we hang out with, isn't it? Because what is that kind of well-known fact? I think it's in like the coaching world or something where you become the five people you're closest to, which I kind of am like, bullshit, that cannot be true. But I do know there is some truth in that, you know, as I see 11.01 on the timer. There is some truth in that. Because who we spend time with shapes us, influences us. It can't not. We are tribal beings. We do not exist in isolation. And so, excuse me. And so, spending spending time with energies and being mindful of whose energy we're spending time with is necessary, is important. And just like with a human, with a non-human, we start picking up on their qualities too. That is the point I'm really trying to get across. And the qualities of tea, while I will leave that with you, 
to gauge, to feel into. But if you just take a moment now and feel into the energy of tea, even if you don't have a tea practice or are not uh, familiar with tea ceremony, what about that moment when you first take a sip from the mug of tea that you've just brewed? The, your favorite tea, okay? Your favorite tea in the whole world. I don't care if it's PG tips or what other brands are there. Tetley, is Tetley a brand? It feels like it could be, or Lipton. No, that's a nice tea. Okay, whatever it may be. Whatever tea, Yorkshire tea. Okay, that's another one. <laughs> Whatever tea you're most drawn to and is just like a hug in a bowl or a hug in a mug, that first sip feeling, okay? What does that bring up in your body right now? It is a universal experience when it comes to tea, that first sip feeling. What does that bring up? How does it feel? How does it land? How do you feel afterwards? Who, the person you were before taking that sip and the person you are after, what is the difference? Because that is how significant tea can be as a medicine. And that's just with a Yorkshire tea or, you know, Twinings or I'm trying to think of even more different English teas. But, you know, that's just with a, with a I want to say basic tea. And um, it's not with necessarily the tea tea, you know, the, the real tea, the tea that is cultivated in the wild, the tea that is grown with love, the tea that is not extracted from this place of cloning or any kind of abuse or any kind of spray of pesticides or any of that bullshit essentially so whether even when it is sprayed you're still getting medicine from it so imagine what it would be like to drink a tea that is that is farmed with love that is that is in relationship with human not extracted by human and this could be another whole fucking podcast episode and probably will be but what i'm really trying to get across is Consider how you feel pre-tea and post-tea. Just do it this week, pre and post-tea. And you will start seeing just how much this medicine impacts you. And I swear to God, on a logical level, your mind might be like, but it could just be the caffeine. Well, let's do an experiment. Try coffee instead. Try... I want to even say Coca-Cola, but I'm like, please don't. You know, try any kind of caffeinated drink over the next week of your choosing, even if it is Coca-Cola. And see how you feel. And see if it feels different to have it to the you that drank tea. Because I can almost promise you, in fact, I can promise you, that that experience is going to be different than the medicine tea is bringing you. And... And yeah, let's, let, let's allow that to be the experiment for the week. 
noticing you pre-tea and post-tea. You know, we don't have to complicate it by adding in all the other caffeinated drinks. That could just be another, like, bonus piece of homework. Can you tell I went to school <laughs> where grades mattered a lot? <laughs> but either way, you know, like, pre and post-tea. Pre and post-tea. How do you feel before? How do you feel after? And just tune in with yourself. Tune in with your body, tune in with your mind, tune in with your heart, your womb, if you are femme identifying. And see what shifts. Because that is just how powerful she is. to read a card before we close up today's episode this deck so I am using the nature nurture deck by Marcella Kroll and let's see what comes up We've got Hummingbird Joy. How many more? I'm hearing one more. Phoenix, right. Okay, so we've got Bird Energy this week. The week that you're listening to this. I'm actually recording it a week earlier because I like to do that. But the message still applies. So let's channel. When they listen to this, what does Hummingbird and Phoenix signify? I'm going to start with Phoenix. My love, you are moving through the biggest shift. I'm hearing of your life. Allow it to happen. Allow it to unfold. You are protected. You are safe. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not going crazy. You are just waking up. So let yourself wake up to the bullshit that you've been indoctrinated with, to the abnormalities of the world that no longer make sense. Trust your intuition. You are on the right path. Do not fear. This is all working out in your favor. Namaste. Anything else? Okay, next card. Hummingbird. Take time to smell the roses. As cliche as it sounds, you need to fill yourself up on joy. On all the joy available to you right now. How can you cultivate more of it? How can you really step into the sweetness that life is offering you in this moment? You don't have to do anything else to be deserving of this. You existing, you deserve this. Just by you existing, you deserve this. So let yourself have it. Let yourself receive the goodness of life. Because my darling, it has been too long. Soften, open your heart, let her breathe again. It is time to open on deeper levels now. I love you. I'm here for you. Anything else, guys? Hearing that's it. 
All right, I really felt some strong divine masculine energy there. And so it feels like in this process of transformation, the divine masculine is really holding us in it. And you know there can be a lot of spiritual crap about the divine masculine and this whole idea of um, what that means and really it's the masculine in, in, it, in his power the masculine energy in his power I'm not talking about males I'm talking about masculine and we all have it in ourselves and it feels like the masculine inside of ourselves in particular is really holding space for the feminine to blossom right now. To really expand, to really take up more room and to flourish. <laughs> it brings up that Pocahontas song, Colors of the Wind. I have no idea why. It's funny because my friend Jolie and I were speaking about Pocahontas yesterday just a, in a passing comment. It's funny how it's um, arising here too. But it feels like all of you gets to be here. All parts, all expressions of your feminine energy get to be here, get to be celebrated, get to be seen by the masculine. No more hiding. Start rising. I'm hearing we love you. Hmm. So beautiful. Okay, now that really is the end of today's episode. I'm really enjoying this kind of shorter podcast episode. Back in the days of Starbound, it was more like hour-long episodes, which was a completely different vibe, let's be honest. So let me know, how are you feeling about these slightly shorter episodes? Well, not even slightly shorter, 40 minutes shorter. How are you feeling about them? Do you have any questions about tea? Do you have any questions about this medicine? Please write to me at Emma Rose Vaughan on Instagram if you have anything you wanna share, anything you want answered, I will be there. I will happily record an episode. And in the meantime, I am sending you love. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, so me again, and I recorded that episode a couple weeks ago now and decided to take an Instagram hiatus, a hiatus and a break from social media. So you cannot find me there, but you can find me on email um, at emmaroseborn at gmail.com. So find me there instead. If you have any burning questions about tea, that is where I will be checking in. And like I said in the last clip, I'm sending you love and courage for this eclipse season and grounding too. And I'll check back in with you very soon.